On this episode of DC On Screen, we have seen Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're going to have a spoiler-free segment followed by a spoiler-filled segment. Right after these desperate pleas from a number of graceless homicidal bastards <laughs> vying for your crisp, coveted currencies. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got myself on that one. Did you get enough alliteration in there? I love it. Mm. And they're and they're going to sell mattresses. That's what's going to happen. Probably. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 631. This is the podcast where we talk about the DC Comics multiverse. It is a multiverse. Oh my God. Steppenwolf says it. <laughs> on film and television, give honest opinions on projects upcoming and past and believe that every version of a property is valid, even if we don't want it to be and we totally want this to be. <laughs> If it's been released, it is fair game. So beware of spoilers, unless otherwise noted. And welcome to the show. I'm David C. Robertson, and this, the man whose genitals inspired Steppenwolf's spiky, undulating armor, Jason Goss. I have an appointment tomorrow. Did I tell you? <laughs> you finally getting that scene about. Mm -hmm. That's good, man. Yeah. We got to postpone some recordings. Yeah. Well, you don't want, well, I was totally about to say a spoiler. <laughs> uh, no, we wait on that. Uh, I don't care if it's relevant oh to a joke you were going to make now. God. Well, it's so hard when it's relevant to a joke. No, no. I've made like, I've seriously made like three spoiler-ish uh, jokes around my wife regarding this movie. And she didn't get them because she was like, oh, no, it's dropping too late. I'm going to sleep. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> because she was a normal person was like, oh, no, when, how long? No, honey, I got, I, I got to sleep. Yeah, no. And, but I mean, well, she's not totally normal. She, she's married to me and she was uh, also sleeping on the couch in the same room that it was on. So at some point she woke up, she's like, I'm having dreams about Superman and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's fair okay <laughs> i'm like i don't know so Sorry. even that weirdo was like yeah i gotta go to bed i gotta go to bed <laughs> i'm gonna go to bed here in the same room as the thing i'm going to bed from but i gotta go to bed yeah oh gosh but yeah i man it's it's tough not to talk about it it is all right uh so let's uh Let's get down to this before we jump into the review. If you are listening to this show at all, thank you mm -hmm. uh, so much, like honestly. But a very special thank you goes out to the patrons. You folks are absolutely instrumental to keeping this ship afloat. Absolutely. Um, I <laughs> I almost made a ship of Theseus joke and I was like, nope, that was WandaVision. <laughs> You're watching too many superhero things, Dave. Uh, if you'd like to join... The patrons hallowed ranks, mm -hmm. uh, $1 a month gets you every episode ad free $5 a month gets you that plus whatever else we decide to put up. And I, I know I've once, I've, I've once again become lax in my Patreon offerings. I'll try to get back to that. By the way, I'm not suggesting we do it tonight, but at some point soon, we need to do a WandaVision conversation yeah, for, our, for our patrons because yep. Marvel reviews is part of what we promised. It is. By God. It is. And that's a promise. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I believe Winter and Falcon hit today. So, you know, that's yeah, in the future, I, too. Yeah, it is in the future. 
Um, honestly, you know, yesterday I, I, <laughs> I watched Snyder Cut mm-hmm. and uh, or the night before last, whatever it was, when it dropped, like early in the, in the wee hours, I watched it and uh, went to sleep immediately and then um, woke up and... I was gonna watch it again, but I was just like, I just need a minute because that was four hours. Damn. Mm. <laughs> and, and you know, my wife was like, hey, you want to go get Chinese food? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we, we just wound up watching The Middle, which is a fantastic, hilarious show. And I was just like, yes, I needed this. I needed this to just kind of come down. Just be in a different place for a minute. From Zack Snyder's Justice League, because yeah. it was it's so good and it's so earnest. And <sighs> I love how you're talking about that like it happened days ago. It was, it was like 40 hours ago. I know, I know. And, and but then you know it wound up like the middle was like the last like three or four episodes that we watched. So like now I'm sitting there like stopping myself from crying because it's the last episode. And, you know people are going off to uh, oh yeah sitcoms do that. <laughs> It was so good. It's yeah. so good. Such a good show. Freaking Neil Flynn, the guy that played the janitor on Scrubs. He's, oh my God, he's so good. And that dude anyway. in the fugitive. <laughs> yep. Some agent something. He had a scene with Harrison Ford, bless him. Yeah, he is in Scrubs canonically the janitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> and in so, Scrubs possibly canonically, the guy in... <laughs> The Fugitive. Anyway. He is. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah. If you don't want to deal with Patreon, or if you're like me and you're of a certain age, you don't understand it and it frightens you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or if you already do help us out on Patreon and uh, you want to help us out more, you can go to dconscreen.com and click the donate button. And finally, if you want to support the show and get some swag, uh, you can check out our merch store linked on dconscreen.com right next to the donate button. It says store. If you're on mobile, it's on the drop down menu. And, um, I just added some old 2016 suicide squad inspired designs that feature me and Jason as our suicide squad skull avatars. <laughs> if you guys remember the back then they had like, like little skull avatar generator. Oh yeah. And, uh, I, do. I, I did that for us. And then like, I modified them heavily in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I have, I have, <laughs> I, I found those on my computer. I was doing some design work this week and, um, found those and I was like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put that up. But, um, yeah, I did that and I've put up a, uh, you'd I've have to modify a, me heavily to, yeah, to get, to to get, get you in. Yeah. With your long hair. Mm-hmm. I've got some uh, straight Jesus hair going on. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know. That's my threat length and the color that's normally painted. <laughs> some of the some of the men at work have referred to me as Chubby Jesus, and I was like, yeah, I'm not saying that's wrong, right? I'm saying it's blasphemous. I'm not saying that pictorially that it's incorrect. You're like the opposite of the Renaissance Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, that dude was straight cut. <laughs> Especially if you look at look at most crucifixes, mm-hmm. that dude would, had abs for days. I've got one. I wish I had the money to commission James Taylor to write a song called "Chubby Messiah" for you. <laughs> I mean, Dylan's still alive. You could probably trick him. <laughs> Even kind of old. 
<laughs> I doubt it. That guy, that guy's sharp, man. He is a bit sharp, yeah. He's like, yeah, you're just trying to get me a mess off here. No, they used friend, to. Uh, I, I, they used to trick James Taylor with like, hey, if you write in this, write us another hit, I'll give you more codeine. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you could still do the same. Uh, yeah, I, the frost I, is on the pumpkin. I, I um, assume no. he's got past it. <laughs> anyway, I feel like uh, at this point, uh, like my song would be like "Death Cab for Cutie." Oh god, maybe Arcade Fire. Maybe. Arcade Fire I'd be okay with. Um, anyway, yeah, I've created a uh, special Zack Snyder's Justice League-inspired DC on-screen logo. It's on our Twitter. It's on our Facebook as our avatar at this point, And it can now be purchased on a number of fine items. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down with all that. I, I think it's cool. I want one of those. I like that one a lot. Um, well, would you like me to tell you where to get one? I know. I know where to get one. Okay, good. Because I did. that was a bluff. I didn't know. Okay, I know you don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any. I haven't done it. <laughs> All right, let's get to this spoiler-free segment of uh, of <clears throat> Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, I think it's fitting that we waste some time up front, being that Warner Brothers did <laughs> for four years. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I, I I feel like this is the que- this is the number one question I get. Uh huh. Is it the same movie? Yes and no. Yeah, I, I would say the A plot is very similar. It contains a lot of the same scenes. Um, now, now, they are a lot of them alternate takes, extended can, scenes. They they are roughly, can I give you my uh, rule of thumb? Sure. For is it the same scene kind of thing? Mm-hmm. In 2017, if you thought a scene looked really cool, turns out for sure that was a Snyder scene and you're just going to see it again now. Mm-hmm. It's I'll be bad. it with better, uh, with better framing and, uh, better framing grading. and yeah. And, <laughs> and without any of the, uh, the chicanery and fuckery that Whedon did just to say he had done something. Oh, oh, here's a good example. All there right. Exa- <laughs> there, you, there are times where you're like, why would you just, it's the same scene. Why did you even alter it? So it's mine now. It yeah. feels like that's the answer sometimes. That is, that is what he had. Look, man. And in here, Here's a good example, okay? Uh-huh. So there's a scene in, in, in Justice League where we see Barry and primarily Bruce coming down off of a plane. Mm-hmm. And the camera is a worm's eye view from under Diana's legs. And you see her ass and her legs in really tight, form-fitting pants. It's total, like, gratuitous shot. Like, total, you know, male gaze ass shot. Yeah, it's an ass shot. Snyder has the same shot, except... She's not there. Like you, it's like the side is literally the side of her head, man. It's yeah. like Whedon was like, "Hey, this is a pretty good scene, a pretty good shot." But you know what? Let's spend twenty five thousand dollars or whatever it is, push Bruce and Barry back, and have just like some stunt double stand in and be like, "Ass." Yeah. Um, it's shit like that. There's what, there's a lot of shit like that. What Jamie Presley refers to as TNA jobs. Hmm. So, like, you're going to get some really cool shots that have been de-weedonized. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have, like, a lack of Barry falling on top of Wonder Woman. A complete <laughs> lack of, frankly. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's not there. It, it, it went from 100 to 0%. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I will say that the, there is a surprising amount of stuff that Snyder shot 
in the original version or in the theatrical version, but it plays completely different. Yeah. In most cases here. Yeah. Like surprisingly, in a lot of the parlance, humor. It hits different. Yeah. A lot of the humor is still there, but it lands differently this time because, uh, you know, they took out Whedon's ham-fisted reactions from, uh, you know, other, uh, from other characters, you know? Yeah. Or it, uh. And honestly, it, it hits a lot better, frankly. Absolutely. Like there are scenes. It's interjected rather than forced. Right. And uh, another good example of that would be like the scene from the theatrical cut where, you know, we were completely wrong by that, but uh, about that, by the way, that was, that was Snyder's, but you know, the color grading was different. So it didn't look horrible green screened. It just looked like he was getting into some water. Like Arthur was getting some water. Yeah. 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 was getting into some water after outside of that tavern in Iceland. And so it didn't look horrible green screen. His eyes were the right color. And the reason his eyes were the right color in the theater was because they color, they changed the color scheme so much. Um, but yeah, yeah I, like, I, I watched that scene very carefully twice, frankly. Mm-hmm. And what I saw was like that scene by itself holds together and it doesn't at any point look like a weird green screen shot. I feel like he maybe even just, just did a, I, I felt like he maybe even just zoomed in so much that it looked weird. I'm not sure. But, I mean, I'd, I'd have to side-by-side it. But, one, the dialogue was different. The mm-hmm. the joke about, but, like, you do it as a bat, you know, you're crazy kind of thing, was was still there. And it's mm-hmm. it, it still landed. But, it still was fine. But it was more poignant because it was like, you know, hey, you know, uh, what does he say about Superman? It was like, yeah, you know, I'd, I forget what the setup is. And, and uh Bruce's response is like, yeah, you know, I, he died fighting beside me. He's like, yeah, that's my point. And he bounces. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have, it didn't have the extra line about uh, like, uh, shit, what is that line? Um, no, the, okay. In the theatrical version, there was a line where, well, in both versions. Strong man is strongest alone or some shit. Arthur says strong man is strongest alone. Have, haven't you ever heard of that? And it oh, is. Yeah. That's, in, that's in, not the way it goes down. That's not the way the line should be. In Joss's version, Bruce uh, fumbles and says, like, that's, the, that's opposite the opposite of what, what the... Yeah. In this version, as Batman would, in most instances, just stares at him, subtly reacts to the idiocy of that line, Quizically. and then stay, stays on point and says what he's got to say. Yeah. <laughs> he died fighting like, beside uh, me, all that. And ba- Batman's even awkward then, Uncle humor... Man has the moment where he's like, yeah, that's my point, and he bounces. But mm-hmm. they, they don't... All right. First of all, it it didn't look like a weird green screen back end weird uh, I, that it looked odd. And two, they don't give him this little like backsplash where he falls into the water. And I think that's maybe where the green screen came in. He just he's there. And then Bruce turns around to listen to this choir of Nordic people singing praises for the fish man. And <laughs> he turns around and Aquaman's gone. Yeah. And that is how it should be. And it's right. not even like it. It's not with a splash. It's with a ripple. Yes, I love. He's that. a fucking water manipulator, man. <laughs> like, Absolutely adored that. Um, and I, I loved the Nordic people singing praises because that that ties into the history, man. I mean, it, that shit's real life where they like worship freaking. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it was is so it's such a better movie. I'm sorry, it just it is. No, I mean, uh, the spoiler so, alert for our review is going to be. Um, and God, I hope I don't, 
I don't think we've gone past the spoiler point so far, but no, because yeah, we're only talking about what wasn't there. I don't know. Slight, we're we're bordering already. We're in a gray area, but yeah, like the spoiler for us is going to be. Well, as I understand it, justice is gray. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> but, but it, it's an outright Sorry. better movie. It's just an outright better movie. <laughs> it is in, in pretty much every every conceivable way. Even it's, if you'd cut this movie down to two fourteen, still would have been a better movie. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, none of none of the weird, hokey, sometimes funny to me, uh, awkward, jokey scenes with Batman right. are there. Like, Whedon just really, Whedon and Johns. I felt like maybe they were doing it to 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 explain why why Ben Affleck's not coming back. But they had so many, so many jokes about how he was like old and like couldn't get around anymore. And, you know, something's definitely bleeding. And like, he was such a like, just, he was a joke. And here he is very much not a joke. He is very much not a joke in in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. No, I mean, it took, it took all of the gut out of Frank Miller's version which was mm-hmm. what was trying to be infused into Snyder's universe. To, I mean, leave no doubt, that was his inspiration. Mm-hmm. They took all of the fucking impetus from him and just threw it out the window and said, hey, old Batman, that's funny. Yeah. Like those few jokes from Batman Beyond where we're talking about him grasping for his pills. Like, yeah, that's that's where we're uh, going to lean on now. Yeah. That, yeah, that was never even a joke in Batman Beyond. That was... <laughs> no, in, in the pilot, horrendous. that's a even even in like, I'm not gonna say where it's from, but epilogue, you know what that is. I do. If, I do. Yeah, I remember that. That's not that's not a funny scene. I wept. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, is it a different film? Absolutely, very different experience as far as the plot itself being yeah. similar. It is a hey, let's come together and stop the invasion thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happens very much in the same way. But Steppenwolf is an actual character here. All of that creepy stuff where he's longing for mother. That's mm-hmm. gone. None of that mm-hmm. shit's there. Uh, like him questioning people. That's gone. He just like has like a little spider tendril thing come up and sit on their face and tells them everything he needs to know. Bullshit. Let's, we're not asking people. Um, I mean, th- it be this is. Spoiler for me to point out where I thought that spider came from. I mean, it's conjecture. I don't know that it's spoiler. Dude, that feels like a Starro spider. It does feel like that, doesn't it? Right. I mean, it was it was clearly like made. It looked like it was made it's of his suit. Has his armor. eye thing. I think it was a reference, but I don't think it was Starro. <laughs> I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was. But what it made me think of is, uh, have you you've seen the online conjecture about uh, the Suicide Squad mm-hmm. as well? Like, I kind it, it it made you wonder. Yeah, they did. And yeah, little uh, little purple starish, not it one extra leg, sure. But little purple <laughs> starish thing uh, controlling yeah. your thoughts is yeah, I'm going to I'm going to come to a certain area with that, especially when it's got that little uh logo in the center with the it, yeah, it, it had a very feel it uh, very star feel to it. It did. Uh but yeah, I would say Steppenwolf is a very fleshed out character here. His motivations are wholly different than they were in the uh in this in in the Justice League yeah. uh rendition. Cyborg is oh, completely uh, entirely no, different no, story for him. No no joke, no pun intended, even though 
<laughs> Cyborg is completely fleshed out. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray Fisher does a fantastic job. He kills it here. No, the, the two major wins for me were uh, Cyborg, Ray Fisher, and Ezra Miller, Flash. Flash, my God, dude. They, what a breath of fresh air. Yeah. ton they, of his humor is still there, but now somehow, like, it's it not better. goofy. It hits it's not better, goofy. does it not? I mean, I don't know how to describe that. It he's just, he's just, he's one of us. He's a nerd. It was he's a better got joke. Heart. He's got heart and purpose. And my God, and I'll talk about it later in the spoiler, but there's so much there that's like just subtle and and brilliant and sets up so much. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's a lot of the humor that revolved around the flash in this film is, is the equivalent of like someone explaining a joke to you that doesn't do it correctly. Mm-hmm. And then you hearing the actual joke later. Yeah, that's fair. That for me, that's the difference. And a lot of where those punchlines hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder woman is more brutal. Dude, she is a warrior here. Oh, like she, she dude. is the panel from like new 52 where, where Diana says, there's a reason I don't have a rogues gallery as long as Bruce's or Clark's is because when I deal with them, I deal with them. <laughs> You're like, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're like, they're <laughs> no, she is you know a what? I'll straight I'll say up. She is a later. bad girl in this thing. And I fucking loved it. Yeah, total badass. Loved it. Uh, no Superman CG mustache whatsoever. Superman, no, not even fully, yet. yeah, fully fleshed out here. Uh, loved it. Loved him. Um, and I don't feel like there's any way to talk about him anymore without spoilers. Yeah, but um, I really wanted to say a minute ago when you were or just a second ago when you were talking about Wonder Woman, I was like, oh, dude. Like when she fucking stabs the anti-monitor in the heart. <laughs> God, not that is real. one of the best scenes in this movie. <laughs> and then um, Supergirl sweeps in to save, like, it saves him mm-hmm. for a second. And God, it's, just, it's a good scene. You know, you joke, but there, um, I, I think there are people out there that thought that shit was going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's probably real. But uh, Aquaman, still Aquaman. <laughs> oh yeah, less no. stupid jokey, stupid. You know, let me grunt about how hot Wonder Woman is. We uh, so I, I I sat down. All right, so the upstairs uh, television is 4K, and my monitor is uh, you know it's decent size, but it's it's HD. And I thought, hey man, I, I would really like to watch this in 4K. So I mm-hmm. kind of made it a point to watch it upstairs, and um, it looked. Fantastic. I, I kind of wish I had better speakers, but that's a problem for another day. I have great speakers on the actual album player, like the phonograph, but not on the TV itself. Hey, you know, yeah. again, problem for another day. But um, I was going to play it upstairs and the wife was like, well, can I, can I like watch it with you? Because I, like, I literally just took a day off work to watch the thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, coincidentally, the wife had a migraine and... Um, it was like 11 o'clock before I could really sit down to watch it. So she had kind of called out with a migraine and she was happy to sit down and just give it a shot for a second. Yeah. And like four hours later with some pauses, uh, like she made it through all but about 30 minutes of this movie and was pretty pumped about it. Now, two moments stand out to me with mm-hmm. watching it with the wife. Uh, one is there's a moment where I, I, I saw him at some point and was like, <laughs> I don't, 
I don't think a costume designer had anything to do with what Momoa was wearing right now. I think think Jason Momoa showed up on set and they were like, cool, as you were. Uh, Somewhere around that like table conversation that we've seen in the trailers. It was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's just what he looks like. And the second moment was at some point she was like, so is hot Superman going to show up? And I was like, okay, first of all, yes. And second of all, are there not enough snacks on film right now? (laughs) Momoa has been shirtless for half of this. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Ben Affleck's not, uh, he's not unpretty. Like, <laughs> like, what, like what, what part of it? Like Ray Fisher and Ezra Miller are their own kind, but they're, they're, they're both attractive people with them. So like, what, what do you want, man? Like, what yeah. Want? <laughs> Hell, even Gal Gadot for, even for, you know, straight women is just. That's still yay. just a really pretty person. I like, mean. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't help her. Yeah. I, 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 I was like, do you not have enough on your plate right now? Like, and she kind of laughed and was like, okay. I was like, just give it like 20 minutes. It's, so your your wife liked it though? Oh yeah. No, she, she absolutely sat down of her own volition and watched this thing for three and a half hours. And the only thing that stopped her was uh, we had childcare for the most of the day. And then uh, Evelyn uh, was dropped off around, we had about 30 minutes left in the movie. Mm-hmm. And other than that, she would have absolutely sat here and watched the rest of this movie with me. That's impressive because your wife is not a superhero fan. No, she is not a nerd. Like, not in our ways. In her own ways, sure, but not our ways. <laughs> like, she would have absolutely bailed on this. And as she pointed out, there, there, it wasn't just like, oh, he's cute the entire time. She, she was actually watching the story. Well, that's great. Um... So the movie adds a lot of setup to uh, future characters and films that at this point may never happen. Here's hoping though. Yep. Um, it It is really nice to see that stuff. Um, what did you think of Junkie XL's music? Mm. Better Loved than it. Danny Elfman's? Yep. <laughs> it felt, it felt more apropos. I'll say it did. Uh, there was, As a Danny Elfman fan who realizes that he was a dick about the Justice League score and the Batman theme specifically, I will say this 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 felt better. It it did feel better. <clears throat> there was one moment though, and God, I would love to have asked uh, Snyder about this, but um, you know, I I was a huge fan of the Come Together cover. Mm-hmm. There's a moment around the same time as when that cover showed up in the original, the the 2017 version, mm-hmm. that, dear God, I would swear it's just sampled. Mm-hmm. I like I don't even know if it's covered. I've, it sounds like it's almost just sampled from that version. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds like such uh, a callback to it that, uh, I mean, uh, shit, I, I want to ask someone. <laughs> I don't know if that information is out there yet. <laughs> I don't know, but dear I'll God. tell you this: I uh, I was out of town and I was heading home um, the night that it dropped. And as I'm driving, you know, we were having terrible, terrible weather. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I was happy I could even watch this damn thing after all that transpired on Wednesday night. Yeah, I was actually worried that I was going to make it home. Yeah, that's how that's how bad it got. And uh, like I got, uh, I was driving from Montgomery to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And I got to about Verbena and it got so bad. I had to like pull off underneath an underpass 
Um, that's yeah. That's how Alabama does. I was literally afraid for my life a few times <laughs> and it led up and like I drove down the road to Clanton and hit the loves and just kind of yeah. hunkered there for about 30 minutes. Right. But, um, and it was sad too, man. Like I'm sitting there in a loves watching, uh, Kevin Smith's, uh, red carpet <laughs> premiere for Zack Snyder's mm. just sleep on my phone. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I got in the car when I initially got in the car and left to go. Um, I knew that the weather was getting bad. The lightning was just nonstop. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to turn the radio to, to get some, uh, to get some weather going in here because my phone wasn't acting right. Mm -hmm. Um, I turn on my radio and the first thing is come together (laughs) playing (laughs) by Aerosmith, this version. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's kind of funny. I'm going home to watch Justice League. <laughs> All right. Well, and then, you know, as the storm lifts and I leave that underpass to go find the loves, I'm flipping through the stations and there it is again. <laughs> <laughs> and dear God, I can think of five versions and I think that's my least favorite. Yeah. And it was that version again. And, I was like, Beals, okay. Gary Clark Jr., Robin Williams. Uh, oh, and it was not lost Chris to me. Chris Cornell, Soundgarden, and Aerosmith. I think that's my order. And when when I left Loves about 20 or 30 minutes afterward, I was flipping through the stations and it was playing again. And yes. I thought, this is a bad omen. <laughs> and you're, you're listening to that and you're like, John Lennon's going to be shot. Wait. I don't. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if the movie's going to be bad, if the reception's going to be bad. I don't know if I'm going to die tonight and never going to be able to see it. And this is the last lingering remembrance of Justice League I'll have is this damn song plaguing (laughs) me on my way through storm-torn Alabama. Uh, Yeah. And Alabama (laughs) were like, it's 72 in March and too rainy. But luckily, I got home, got got a shower, a cyclone head. got some food, uh, thought it was dropping earlier than it was, and then realized I was an idiot, and uh, watched The Last Blockbuster. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> it's a fun documentary. And uh, and then watched uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. So I woke up uh, at like four that morning, and no joke, I had had a series of dreams about (laughs) god i'm not kidding watching this movie and where Mm -hmm. i would like to watch this movie and because of you know dream logic had like a series of like a whole map of the house that doesn't actually exist um dictating like where i would like to watch this movie and at some point i remember like trying to cross a tiny drawbridge um with a river in between and like there's an eddie murphy head that for some reason was there was like what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to watch this movie. He was like, okay. And he just dropped down again. I don't know what the fuck that was. I kept going over the drawbridge and I, I went into the room that I was going to watch in. And like, that's where I was with this film. And I woke up about mm-hmm. four o'clock and I normally don't look at my phone because vaguely one time I saw some study that said, like, if you look at your phone, it sets off some, 
series of things in your brain and you don't produce melatonin anymore and that might wake you up. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because yeah, waking up at three in the morning, I tend to stay awake too long if I just like scroll Reddit or some shit. Mm-hmm. So um, I just try not to look at my phone if I don't have to in the middle of the night. Right. But I remember looking at it long enough that I was like, mm, let me just check. I went to HBO Max real quick on the app and just checked and just hit play. And it said four hours. And I was like, okay, cool. And I just closed the whole thing and went back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. so just just making sure. Just making sure it was real. I want to make sure this yeah. reality is the real. I have to admit, I was a little concerned. I was a little worried I was going to hit play. And it was going to be like the, op- the title card and then four hours of Walter Hamada dancing and Rick rolling me. Oh, dude, there's that. And I, I, I joked with you about this, but for, for sure, if we had had time, I would love to have done this. I wanted to record an episode where like for, for like five minutes, you and I just bullshitted about what was in the, the Snyder cut. (laughs) Uh And then at like the four minute mark or whatever, just like with like a weird radio edit, just like a, you know, kind of weird sound. And we're in a new space now. And me and you just did like 30 minutes about the Tom and Jerry movie. Oh, yeah, man. And I told you and I'll say and I wanted here. to just like release it on the timeline and, uh, you know, come what may. Yeah, no, th- this shit's too touchy for people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now is not the time. I think you said like they be raw, man. i did i said they be raw man i was like okay i feel that also we don't have time but i would love to do it yep um do you have any other spoiler free thoughts no let's let's transfer acting is great (laughs) if you haven't seen it watch it immediately and um, generally great i mean like there's not there's not like a low point where no, it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's the spoiler for it is. It's fantastic. It is. Watch it. It is. All right. So um yeah, we're gonna jump to break. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, spoiler filled, my friends. Spoiler filled conversation and feedback mm-hmm. from the listeners. Questions from the listeners about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Creamfield Donut of spoilers and listener questions. All right, we are back. And um, what is, what would you say is like the, the thing that excited you the most that you didn't know was in this movie going in? Mm. That when you saw it, you were just like, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, oh, my Lord, what the hell just happened? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, well, structurally, all, the, yeah. all the God's names in vain. Yeah. <laughs> structurally, a lot of it holds together. It's It has the same backbone of uh, the Justice League movie that, you know, he originally shot. Mm-hmm. Like, fundamentally, like, shit, man, those stingers at the end are the part yeah. that really blew me away. Like uh, it, in the sense that I was like, Jesus, man, uh, how, how did you see this and not let this guy continue this? But uh, shit, other than that, maybe Martian. Okay. Well, see, I, I would say I knew about, I'd seen enough 
I guess, about the um, um, the stuff at the end with uh, with Nightmare Timeline and uh, in Martian. I stayed mostly out of those spoilers, so I was able to actually experience them. The well, thing that I say he... that even the last trailer had uh, Martha with you know red eyes, and I was like, eh, right. I know where that's going. Right. Um, the thing that shook the absolute shit out of me mm-hmm. was Cyborg's nightmare experience, where he's basically the computer is like the oh, Kryptonian before... ship is begging him. Yeah. Not to them not to ignite the the mother box and yeah. and let and bring Superman back. And, and they have like a miscommunication and Barry does it anyway. Yeah, he goes no and he's like what what's that go? Yeah. <laughs> but the the thing that shook me though was his nightmare sequence where we see like the it, the the shot that got me was Wonder Woman on the funeral pyre with the coins on her eyes. Dude, that Oh my god. That's actually a fun moment to to mention family wise. Uh, that was a moment where <laughs> my wife was like playing Candy Crush or whatever the fuck version, and <laughs> it, she was watching, but she was also kind of like playing on her phone. And yeah, that happened, that, yeah. and she looked up and what the <laughs> fuck just happened? And like sat up <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> I was like, well, that's what's called a nightmare scene, and get ready for it later. Uh huh. But I don't yeah, know where like, this goes. I just know that's that's bad, dude. All the shots of like Dark Side just killing the shit out of Justice League members, and oh, actually, you know what? To answer your question, the the most it's not the most what the fuck. I guess it's the most like Jesus Christ, how was this not included? Kind of thing mm-hmm. was, dude. That first fight, the 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 Age of Heroes before, yes, holy With Zeus fucking and shit. Freaking Zeus and Ares fighting together. Oh, oh, that was so good. Oh, it was amazing. That was so good. Um, that was there I, is... that was early enough in the film that like I think that was the first moment my wife looked up and was like, "Who the fuck is that?" And I was like, "That is literally Zeus." And don't let him fool you; he's gonna try to fuck you as a swan. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he do. Look that that scene was cool enough that look, man i I was at an Ollie's. Mm -hmm. you know discount place whatever yeah and they had a five dollar steve trevor action figure from from the d the mattel dc multiverse action figure line Mm -hmm. um and he came with a segment of aries Mm -hmm. he was a -a build-a-figure yeah i have no interest in getting the rest of those figures except i want to get that aries figure now like <laughs> he is like an eight inch figure. He look he looks dope as shit. I mean, dude, on screen, dude is ten and a half foot tall. Yeah, every bit a god. Like yeah, and it just, like I know his one thing on in that fight. I know on screen in that fight, his one thing is like the the lightning bolt. But fucking, it's Zeus's goddamn lightning bolt. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? That is the, that is the epitome of God striking you down. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like of course, Dark Side was like, I don't know what to do with that. And then on top of that, Ares, the fucking God of War, the guy who's more empowered by the fact that you're even invading us right now. And Artemis. Yeah. Oh, fucking Artemis. Yeah, dude. God, I forgot about her for a second. Yeah. Like those like, glowing forearms. I was oh, just like, shit. Fucking hell. <laughs> so good. It was badass as shit. And it makes so much more sense seeing that. 
Because, like, I remember thinking, like, well, I guess the Amazons got some magic shit going on, whatever. Because, like, in, in the theatrical version, I think it was just, like, an Amazon lady who shot, like, a normal arrow and, like, failed that apocalyptian warship. Oh, yeah. And this time it was like, no, no, sweetie. No. That was fucking, a god. Fucking the goddess of arrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes more sense. The goddess of projectiles. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, yeah and, so oh, that was and dope by the way, shit. all the Greek gods aside, fucking Green Lantern. Yes, Green Lantern. We saw the hand get chopped off. We saw the freaking ring fly up. Oh, and I went to go grab it and it flew away. The oh <sighs> god, the like the brutality of the scene where he like Dark Side just or not even Dark Side. It's like looks like you Uxus or Uxus. Yeah, Uxus. I Uxus. think. Um, at the time, it just... It is. It's Uxus. It's, just, it's pre-Dark Side. Just has like a... He he understands PowerPoints. He he just saw it and, yeah, okay. I understand where that weapon's come from. Hand off. Cool. And, mm-hmm. you know, axe to the fucking chest and uh, <laughs> deal with it. Yeah, man. And then, like, the, the ring tries to float for a second. He tries to grab it and he fucking can't. Like, oh, God, it's yeah. so good. And so, oh, so good. Fucking one of the, one of the things that I just, I wish there was more time. I know they tried to align it. I, I know they tried to align the stars uh, to make it happen, but to see where that lantern ring landed later. Oh God. Well, I mean, we don't know that it was that lantern ring that it wouldn't have been that lantern ring. Cause that was like, you know, not necessarily years ago. Yeah. No, I mean, not necessarily at all. Um, Every time I say thousands of years ago, I, I see that little Aqua Teen Hunger Force robot that goes thousands of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is that fucking chicken? Um, oh, that's the witch doctor you're talking about. There's There was the robot that eventually came back as a robot turkey, but he was from the that. future and he kept talking about like Santa's elves and all sorts of thousands of years ago. What is ago. the Ouija chicken episode quote that I keep thinking of? Over and over again? You're talking about the witch doctor who they brought in to like do whatever. I don't remember, but he. No, there's a he, Ouija chicken. I think that's the name of the episode. I, I can't remember right now. Yeah, but he, he does. The witch doctor has a chicken. He's like a rise chicken, chicken arise. There you go. That's. Sorry. He's got the little rattle. And that was gonna going to kill me. Rise chicken. Rise chicken. Chicken rise. Chicken yeah. rise. Sorry, that was that was going to kill me. Rise uh, chicken. Me and uh, Michael Shackerford, <laughs> the guy who uh, wrote the interstitials for uh, any episodes you've heard for several episodes Months, now, probably. Yeah. Um, it, he and I have a, uh, a very deep love for weird moments like that. Yeah. Anyway, I do too. Actually, chicken rise. Yeah. <laughs> That was like one of the things we bonded over you and I is like we I would just like I, I think I made some offhand Aqua Teen Hunger Force joke and you were like, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that reference. Like, ah, you too. Uh, uh, don't swim aficionado. <laughs> you also traveled down this deep realm. Yes, I did. <laughs> did you also know that you could hollow out a black and mild and turn it into a blunt? <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Because those are relevant facts mm-hmm. for the conversation we're currently having. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got well, so high, my roommates were high. Mm-hmm. They were in, as the term would indicate, different rooms. Yeah. I've dealt with that. <laughs> it did happen. It was fun. Um, 
So. Where do we start with Justice League? I don't, I don't know. We got a little we're, off. We got a little off. We were talking about Darkseid. We were talking about the gods. Um. <laughs> I don't think we I don't know if we were talking about Darkseid exactly. I'll tell you this, though. Also, uh, Darkseid, not a ton of presence for all the DC Comics uh, t-shirts would have uh, let you believe. I don't know, man. Personally, I thought he was quite a gift. Oh, he's he's a gift. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of presents. Quite a gift. Presents, gift. You see what I did. Don Ricardo. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> he limited screen time. Yeah, and, but, you know, I watched that Zack Snyder's director's cuts thing he did in Pasadena, so mm-hmm. I knew that he wasn't going to be in it a ton. Yeah. It was enough, though, that... All right. It, the the biggest thing was, one, it justified Steppenwolf's actions throughout the movie. Oh, dude, You're thinking I, about I that felt head bad right for the guy. You're thinking about that head. No, I'm, I'm thinking about the thing that choked me up with Steppenwolf. Really? Okay. He, he choked me up, dude. I felt bad for him. He was a dick and a bad guy, but his motivations were so freaking relatable. Like, he just wanted to go home, man. He just wanted to go home. I'm serious. And they did a great job. They killed me. There's a scene where he's talking to Desaad and he says something about going home. Yeah. And Desaad tells him, you know, after your betrayal, you owe Darkseid 50,000 more worlds before you can hold court with him or whatever. Yeah. And they did this, like, I don't know if they were mirroring Siren Hines' face or what, but... They pulled it off, man. Like, Steppenwolf's eyes and the way his mouth twitched. It looked like he was about to cry, dude. It yeah. did. It looked no, like he, he was just swallowing he, it, man. Just swallowing There's uh, the fact that he was never going to be able to come home. To me, it hits the same note as one of the reasons, like, Lucifer is a character or, or a mythology or a religious figure or reality, however you conceive of this person or this idea. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the reasons I like him, and one of the reasons they played with, like in the Thomas Ellis, uh, Tom Ellis version, is uh, <laughs> you give all these humans second chances. I made one mistake. Mm-hmm. I made one fucking mistake. It was a big one, but I'm banished for eternity with no way out. Yeah. And I just, uh, theologically, I think that's a really interesting argument to make. Yeah. It, I think it certainly that, wasn't dogma. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One of, one sure. of Ben Affleck's best speeches, honestly. Yeah, it really was. God, he, 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 ah, man. We didn't think so much of him when we were young, right? Like when we were in our teens, Ben Affleck was a joke. No, I mean, my, my introduction to Ben Affleck was, uh, well, it was Mallrats, but, and yeah, his character was a total joke. But then like the same night I watched Chasing Amy and he had oh, that great speech, speech about yeah yeah in the car no, I, yeah yeah so like the night that i knew who ben affleck was was the the night i was like shit this this dude's got chops <laughs> this guy's got like, something like between that and then like i don't know a couple months later i saw boiler room or whenever the hell that came out and i was oh, like yeah yeah shit like he basically did the alec baldwin glengarry glenn ross speech but for boiler room <laughs> completely different but it was like that kind of feeling to it so no i, I know the guy's got chops I, he, he does that. and he has he has had for a long time we it like i feel like we all as viewers had to break out of that to give him that up that option because mm-hmm. that's how pigeonholing works you know well i don't like i don't like typecasting and all that shit anyway so i've always kind of fought against it and when you allow yourself to like not get attached to an actor as a certain type 
you get to enjoy things like the Truman Show and the Majestic, where you could just go, oh, holy shit. Or by the Jesus way, I, my favorite Jim Carrey movie is The Cable Guy. And uh, I know that's not a popular opinion, but he killed it. He did. He did. Um, the Majestic was the one where like, he actually made me cry. And I was like, oh, shit. We, we have a whole different thing we have to deal with now. Dude, I cried in The Cable Guy. That one, that one was weird. I was young. I saw it in theaters. I kind of thought it was going to be like another Ace Ventura movie. I, mm-hmm. I was deeply misled by the Yeah, trailers. people were disappointed that it wasn't what they wanted, but it was a different kind of movie. It was deeply disturbing, and apparently it was supposed to be more so. Yeah, I believe it. It, it went a very different direction. I was not expecting it. Didn't have the uh, wherewithal to process it at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just... It, it hit me very different than it does now. Yeah. So, you know, uh, what else? Yeah. That head, man. Shit. Like the joke I was going to make earlier is like, you don't want, you don't want Superman to break your dick off. Like he did Steppenwolf's horn. Mm-hmm. Dear God. <laughs> Dude. Like that scene. Like, okay. All right. Just Superman did not we come just back go straight the same. down to the beating. I mean, sure. He did not come back the same though. That was, that was a Batman beating. That was not, that was not Superman. And I think that's you the point. You say that. You say that. But hold I on. I think that's the point. Hold on. I don't think that was not a Superman beating. I think that was a Superman beating. Like in the same way that like in. You, think uh, it was, you don't in, think it was a Batman beating is what you were saying? No, I not said, a Superman. What you I said, said, I don't think that's a Superman beating. I think that's a Superman beating is what you just okay, said. Sorry. I think that's <laughs> not not a Superman beating. I think that is a Superman beating. So. Uh, all those double negatives uh, aside, I like. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's exactly a Superman beating. Like, dude, he he pulls his punches. He has had to the entire time. Like, it's one of my favorite lines from the entire animated universe. Is him uh, talking to Dark Side about like, you know, I, I felt like I live in a world made of cardboard. Yeah. Um, I was. What does he say? You probably remember it better. I don't. I I don't remember the scene. But I, I don't remember. I'm going to paraphrase exactly the scene. I, I feel remember, like I, I remember the scene. I remember the world made of cardboard. I always mm-hmm. have to pull my punches. Or no, I I can never let loose. But you can take it, can't you, big guy? Um, this felt like that scene to me. Like, if, honestly, in four hours, one of the moments that like I I felt like I wanted to weep. I was so happy with it. Was just he Steppenwolf drops the axe and Superman is suddenly there and he just. Fills it on his shoulder and says, I'm not impressed. Yep. That is one of the fucking, that is, oh, that is one of my favorite things I've ever seen on screen, barring none. That, that is amazing. And then just yeah. looks over to the axe and whispers at it with, almost with, yep. with the cold breath. Pow, yep. Pops yep. it with his fit. Like, it just never even occurred to him that this would be an issue. That Let, is Oh God! If Damn it, anyone, good. if anyone out there listening to this knows Jeff Johns, mm-hmm. please let him know that after seeing that exact shot of the axe hitting him and him saying "not impressed" and freezing it, mm-hmm. um, my list of favorite Superman moments has been updated. <laughs> yeah. If, for instance, you're <laughs> Jeff Johns and thought that Superman was being bastardized. Um, First of all, I want you to watch Man of Steel. And second, I would like oh, you to did. watch this scene. And if at that point, and I realize that I'm saying it's Jeff Johns, and I understand 
dear God, man. I I think he's a toxic motherfucker on set and apparently a terrible human being, but a good writer. It, Sometimes. I, I, all that being Now I'm questioning that. Like, yeah, looking back at some stuff, I'm going, I don't know. <laughs> I think he's a better writer on page for comics by far than he is a uh, yes, writer I agree for with that. on screen. I will agree with that. No, but yeah, I said that because, you know, Jeff Johns said for the theatrical version, prepare to update your list of favorite Superman moments on screen. I didn't, I didn't update my list at all for, for 2017's Justice League. Yeah. There was no, I saw CGI lip, CGI lip, CGI lip, hand fisted thing. I mean, sure. It was Superman of of some sort. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Like, I get it. But yeah, no, this, this movie. It wasn't the same. Shit. I, well, I mean shit that scene alone i felt like i could talk for a while about how badass that is but uh, that explains itself uh also like the rewrites what did they do really they just put superman up front mm-hmm. and then really didn't give a, a good mechanism for why it's up front like this film as a four-hour film basically put him in the last half and yeah. it made sense they they gave enough breath for the rest of the characters to be there. Mm-hmm. It it made sense for all of that space to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I mean, everyone got everyone got their moment to explain themselves, and then after all of that was done, they explained why they needed Superman and what sacrifices were required to make that happen. And they, right. they did it. And yeah, you know, when he came back, it was. There were moments that were the same scenes, but like I said, the guideline I, I feel like for this movie was like, yeah, if you if you felt like you remember a really cool scene from 2017, yeah, it was Snyder's. Yeah. Did you when he's walking through the Kryptonian ship to get his to and the costumes come out? Oh, yeah. Did you notice? The I even female, loved the, Flash the old... walking through and being like, "Yep, he knows we're here. You know, it knows we're, he's here." Yeah. Did you notice though? The first suit that came out looked like an ancient, like bony looking female costume. Mm-hmm. Freaking Kara Zarel, dude. Yeah. Like the 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 life pod that that was opened in Man yep. of Steel. Like dude, David Goyer put out a freaking comic about Kara Zarel, like breaking out universe. of that shit in that universe, in Zack Snyder's universe, breaking out of the of that pod and being in like ancient times earth yeah like prehistoric earth yeah there's um, no reason to think that's not current at this point you know of all the things that kind of hurt me a little bit mm-hmm. watching it um when he walks past <laughs> the blue and reds mm-hmm. that hurt a little bit he's not there yet man i know i know i i get the character progression part i i'm good with it i get why men of still is different it just I and I enjoyed the fuck out of seeing him in the you know the black and whites, but mm-hmm. uh, just watching him walk past that uniform and being like, no, that's not me right now. It hurt a little bit, but I felt like yeah. it hurt a little bit in the way that I was supposed to be hurting as a viewer, mm-hmm. not in a way that I was like betrayed as a viewer. Right, um, and that's a big difference. That's, just, that's a, I think I think you were supposed to hurt from that a little bit. He looked hurt. Yeah. Um, just didn't feel right for him right then. <laughs> so I get it. I, I got like six guitars up there and I feel like every time I pick one of them up, they, the rest of them look at me. How dare you? 
So, um, let's see, man. Uh, man, I love, I, I, again, I, for, for people like me and, uh, you know, especially for people like, you know, Scott over on, on Squadcast and, you know, uh, friggin' whoever else, uh, Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. the, all those cats, they, they like to, uh, follow Zach on Vero. I don't do it as much as they do, but I keep up. I try to keep up. So we already knew that Ryan Choi was in this thing. Yeah. How much did you love that he was like the lead scientist on, on nanotechnology? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like when they give him the little <laughs> ID and he's like, yep, that's my thing. And for those of you who don't know, he, he, he's the atom. He's, mm-hmm. uh, the atom that, uh, proceeds, uh, Oh, this, uh, this cracked me up. Rafe, uh, this Rafe, is one of the moments where the Ray he, Palmer. Yeah. He did all that. And, uh, watching it, the wife was like, is that what is what is, what's going on with him? And it was before, it was before the nanotech thing. And the, <laughs> like, so what's going on with that guy? And I was like, you you don't, I don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. It just it's meaningful. <laughs> what you're saying is meaningful. We just don't have to go into everything. Yeah, man. Like they, there was so much in this thing. Like the freaking Kryptonian ship says the future has taken root in the present. That's from Excalibur, dude. Like God, Merlin said yeah. that shit, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> like such good stuff in this movie, man. It really yeah. just, I can't even believe it. I really can't. I just, I cannot believe it. Even, it even exists. It, we had a guy over on, um, on YouTube. I don't remember who, what his name was, but he said something about like, we were talking about, he commented on one of our episodes. We were talking about the, um, the uh, the initial picture, the placeholder picture that Zach did for BVS, where Wonder Woman is holding the heads of of the uh, of her enemies or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Crimean, and, uh, and he was like, "Oh yeah, it's not yeah, yeah the Crimean War." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "My Wonder Woman doesn't behead people. <laughs> this one does." Oh the hell! <laughs> oh the hell you say? Yeah, he was like, "That's that's too far for me. Not for Zach. No, oh, straight up, that was." That was one of the badass moments of this fucking movie. <laughs> like, all right, the beatdown Superman gave him was something. I mean, just fucking lasering off that one horn and him having to just deal with. I, I, I just imagine a being of his kind having to deal with someone on on a foreign land, one of fifty thousand that he was supposed to take over. Like, these were supposed to be... Uh, he wasn't supposed to run into this. Uh, well, I say that. He he also uh, mentions earlier in the film there are no protectors, no lanterns, no... Uh, no Kryptonians. Kryptonians. Yeah. And then the Kryptonian comes back, and all the protectors are back. And this inane little ball the, of mud that you were supposed to take over is suddenly fucking something and then you have to report mm. that back and decide is like well, i don't know if you need to talk to my supervisor yet i I, f- I feel like you need to kick this out to hr and maybe you do some stuff for yourself and document it and then we can maybe kick it up to you know management but imagine all that oh dear god to after all of that to just have your horn cut off after getting your face bit in by some dude you were not expecting to run across and then you're like Licking your own blood off your horn, and then uh, that same group, Aquaman, by the way, just trident you in the fucking heart and sh- just shovels you off. Superman gives you another punch, and then on your way out, 
Wonder Woman just is like, mm, I've got an extra idea. Lops the head right off. And just in time for you to probably still understand what's happening to you, Darkseid just crunches your head under his foot. Mm-hmm. Dear fucking God. And then, by the way, doesn't give any deference to you. Like, your last thought as you're a crunched head on the floor isn't, oh, my lord finally recognized me. It's, my lord didn't even care that I was here. Not mm -hmm. that I was dead under his foot. Nothing. No one gave a fuck. No, it's rough, <laughs> man. It's rough. <laughs> and of all things, my favorite part of that scene is that Darkseid, like, effectively just stomps on his head and tries to, like, fucking mug mouth the entire portal. And basically the entire Justice League just shows up and says, like, yo, what's up, bitch? Mm -hmm. Come at me. We'll be here. <laughs> yep. And, like, Flash shows back up just in time. Like, I, I, I love that. I, I just love that Batman, of all people, is standing there like, yep, I got this. You don't. You don't got this. It came after you by yourself. I'm sorry, buddy. You're going down. Yeah. No. I, all together? All yeah. You got this. I love that they lost. Oh, yeah. And if it weren't for Barry, they would all be dead. Oh, fucking Barry. Yeah. Like, that dude ran back. Oh, my God. He ran backwards in time. Like, I've been a really good speech, too. Yes. All of that. Like, I want, Dad, I want you to know I'm, I was the I was one of the best of the best or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. The, all the, make the, your own uh, present. Make your, or make your future. Yeah, make your the, past. The, make the your yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, like, uh, the future is mine. The past is mine. Like, ah, oh, yeah. shit. That was fantastic. Him and Billy crud up. So oh shit! Oh, that's so good. Yeah, we could go on for Flash for for a bit. And why not? <laughs> why not go for it? Yeah, like the meetings with his dad. Mm -hmm. That was one of the things that was a. Uh, it was it was a, a shot we saw in the trailers. It was it was everything. But oh my god, the relevancy of of just his dad trying to talk him out of what are you doing and mm -hmm. fucking the poignance of uh poignancy of of just when his dad tells him don't ever do this for me and and he tells him like don't ever say it to me again mm -hmm. I, I i fucking felt the fuck out of that moment yeah ah, it was so good and then later when he slaps the thing up and and he's got a real job and you know, dad's about to go to solitary uh, for a couple days because he's too excited. And in, in the whatever, whatever the fuck you call that area where you have conversation. Yeah. Uh, it, just cute as hell. Cute as absolute fuck. They had a fantastic relationship all throughout. Yeah. Speaking of fantastic relationships, mm -hmm. uh, dude, I loved Alfred so much. And yeah, there, there's not, I, I like the scene. I do like the scene from Justice League where he says something about, you know, uh, I don't, I don't recognize this world anymore. And I also like the scene. I mean, you know, it's Jeremy Irons. So of course yeah, he's, he's going to sell it. whatever, but, um, I like a lot about the, you know, this is a far cry from, you know, plastic wind up penguins or exploding wind up penguins or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't miss it here, though. I like that line from the from from. I always want to call it the original, but this is the original. Um, yeah, it's it, the terminology is. But I, I don't think Alfred, there's anything historically to represent what's happened here. We're, we're all walking yeah. on new ground. But look, you know, I loved everything between Alfred and and Bruce here. 
Yeah. Loved everything between Alfred and Diana, though. Oh, the tea thing? The tea thing was fantastic. The tea thing was really good. It was a lot of fun. It, it, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I love the dynamic here between Diana and Bruce a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like, it is clear that something is happening. And look, you know, this is this movie is like the second time she jumped out to save him. Like, if it wasn't for her, he would be dead with them, like, flittering around, accidentally touching each other's hand. I'm going <laughs> to guess she's on that pyre having saved his life. Possible. I Part of me likes to think, you remember the uh, Justice League animated scene where, like, Bruce is talking about <laughs> yeah. how fantastic she is and and yeah, but he respects there. her as yeah he respects her as a colleague and blah 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 she's beautiful and intelligent and i respect yeah. her as a colleague and she's standing right behind me isn't she yeah i feel like that scene <laughs> uh-huh. is maybe canon now <laughs> yeah and it tracks i mean they have a, they have a little bit going on but it's it's not it it could be a little bit of weirdness and just throw away, or it could be something they build on. It, you know, if there was another movie coming uh, altogether, I might take a bet, but we mm-hmm. don't know that anything will ever come of this. So I might as well not. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Um, dude, Cyborg, everything with his family, man. I. Oh, fuck yeah. When Silas kills himself, that was rough. That was that was ugh. that was bad. And then he it was like he wasn't even trying that to destroy right the mother box. He, he, he wasn't it, even trying. It was self sacrifice <sighs> for something. But dear God, man, I something I, I forget that guy's name, and uh, that's on me. I looked it up. <laughs> I looked it up last. His night. real name? Yeah, Joe Morton. Thank you. Um, I fucking love that actor. Every time I see him, he knocks it out of the fucking park. Mm-hmm. That we just guy, talked about this on the uh, the Justice League commentary. I know, I know that guy. That guy. I don't know what I could give him that I wouldn't think he could handle. Mm-hmm. Dude's fantastic, and this I, I'm I'm not disillusioned of that idea after watching this. Like I adore the the bookend of. Fucking everything with that little tape player. Mm-hmm. That was all good. Oh, fucking the tape player. Like, <laughs> if I can speak from the heart, ah, oh, go fuck yourself. Um, and crushes it, rebuilds it later because uh, he's fucking cyborg. He's way more powerful than even this film lets on. Which, by the way, the 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 little origin story with him helping the waitress. Oh, so good. Oh, fantastic. So fucking good. Just growing the money visually and. Just, Have just you, the idea that he that while he's walking him through the idea that hey, look, you're you're now the master of the cyber world, like you mm-hmm. you dictate how things go. You and oh god, uh, I know it's it's it seems uh, a little cachet, but it, even that graphic of literally a bear and a bull wrestling, cachet or cliche, both. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard the term used both ways and both uh but of a bear and a bull wrestling and cyborg just parts his hands and they they go to the wayside mm-hmm. uh just the entire stock market uh, stock market is just eh, whatever yeah um, did you did you happen to see the um i don't remember i can't remember her name the actress who played the waitress tweeted out and said 
I was cut from the from the movie before. Does anyone can anyone tell me if I'm in uh, this version? I played a waitress that sort of cyborg helps, and everyone was just like, "Oh my god, you were fantastic! You were in this thing," <laughs> and she did a great job. She did. It was a really fun, like it was a very rewarding scene. Yeah, and that whole montage of uh, the tape playing of. Uh, his dad talking and mm-hmm. what you're capable of now was just fucking incredible. Like the idea that Warner Brothers sat on that is just, I, I can fathom how it happened, but. And, and to, to be fair, uh, you know, I have having watched fathomability. It, go fuck yourself. Having watched it with, you know, there being a certain amount of, you know, hubris on my part, I was sitting here going, Okay, I could edit that out. I could edit this out. Mostly just, you know, really long establishing shots or something. I think he may have gotten it down to, you know, three and a half hours. I don't I don't want him to. This is his vision. This is what he wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, there was no there was no call for what they did. No. Even this movie is funnier than is lighter than BBS. It was funnier than BBS. Um, By a long shot. By a long shot. BVS was a horror film compared to this. But it was also like, well, BVS is funnier than we remember, than we tend to remember too. Like the, we were laughing at shit when we were watching it. It right? has those moments too. Yeah. Um, there was definitely some really good humor here and the theatrical version just butchered all of that humor that was there. Hmm. Um, yeah. <sighs> Honestly, man. a lot of the humor was Eisenberg, frankly. Oh, and BBS, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's barely in this movie, man. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Although, um, I, speaking of him really quickly, um, if we're getting into just the end of it, um, did you notice a movement? And, God, I feel like I've already said this somewhere. But there's this moment where he uh, he brings Deathstroke on board. Yeah. And a, a wonderful scene. And mm-hmm. uh, Deathstroke, like, you better not be wasting my time. Oh, I wouldn't dream of it. All that. Mm-hmm. And he kind of explains, like, well, I have something that I offer, and also I wouldn't dream of that, and I wouldn't waste my time. And there's this moment, like, do, this, this, like, micro-expression of disgust on his face. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Where, like, his, his cheek line drops for a second. Just an mm-hmm. absolute, like, I, I, that... That is a level of acting that I, I, man, the fact that he doesn't get credit for that scene alone is incredible to me. And he wasn't all quirky and twerky no, either. And they called it out like Deathstroke. Luthor. Yeah, that was straight Luthor. And Deathstroke says, you know, I heard your little off or whatever he said. And, and he was like, oh, no, the doctors at Arkham helped me with that. Yeah, they straightened me out. Like, We're good. <laughs> man, I want that Batfleck movie. I, I know, I get it. It just that that moment where his cheek drops fucking yeah. flattens me every fucking time. It is such a subtle and it, it's an incredible piece of acting. Yeah, yeah, man. Just yeah, all of it. And on I top of that, Manginello's. You know what? That's it's a good call. But it, it, I'm gonna have that drink after all. It's a good scene. It's a yeah. good scene. It is. A good scene. And. I loved all the nightmare stuff. I'm still not 100% on Leto's Joker, but I still want more. Like, I feel like every time we get him, we don't get enough to like get a feel for him. Because he did, like, three different voices in the scene that he was in. Oh, I know, but I think that's part of the fun. Oh, it is part of the fun. It's definitely what he's going for. He's just... And I think he does an incredible job with that. Like, it, it, 
like that that laugh is mm-hmm. it, it feels so weird that it doesn't feel put on if that makes any sense yeah it, it's so odd that only a person who actually meant that laugh could possibly have done it in a and real think, life situation i think oddly enough or not even really oddly it just i wouldn't have thought maybe ironically my inability to grasp onto Leto as Joker might be the point. Maybe that's what Joker should have been the whole time. Oh, there's there's an argument for that for sure. Oh, I know there is. He he's he, per, he changes his personality yeah, in the books. Like, his his backstory, his personality. <laughs> um, so I don't know, man. I'm down. I want more. I you know, man. Hell, I'm even down for for Amber Heard coming back as Mira. And oh my God, did you see what Ed Boon tweeted? Hmm. Ed Boon is the guy that created Mortal Kombat. I remember that. <laughs> he tweeted out, "Can we get uh, Zack Snyder's Injustice?" I did see that actually. I want that right now. Can part two be called <laughs> Zack Snyder's Injustice? Please, 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 because that's what the movie would be. Yeah, that's what the movie is. Yeah. Um, we've got a dead green lantern on, on the hall of justice. We've got freaking, we saw a shot of dark side standing in the bat cave, you know, putting his hand on freaking Superman's shoulder after he has zapped Lois to dust. Yeah. Uh, like Superman's succumbing to the anti-life equation. We yep. see Superman, that shot that we see in the trailers of the hall of justice. What we didn't see, what they didn't show us was Superman flying above it with holding freaking batman's mantle in his hand yeah like his cloak or whatever his mask or whatever um the cowl cowl that's what i was looking for there was so much in those flashes with dark side fighting and and omega beaming and oh the last 20 minutes beg for another chapter of some kind and i want a few things i want Zack snyder involved heavily ed boone involved that would be fantastic as well. <laughs> he can be. I mean, <laughs> I want Tom Taylor heavily involved. Oh. As much involved as I can possibly muster in being. Like it, it, those those two need to get together for an injustice thing. And that would lead to a dark world kind of thing that I I I feel like all three of those people would be absolutely suited for. Mhm. It'd be a dream. Um, Nightmare. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um you know if you guys are following me on twitter at david c robertson you're going to be seeing a lot of hashtag restore the snyderverse mm-hmm. uh, and honestly look man you know i know we've given a lot of shit for for this thing on you know for i mean not for this thing for rotten tomatoes but i think it's, it's, it's like something like 75 78 on rotten tomatoes yeah it's still um, it's still like 96% on the audience rating. On, yeah, it's on exactly that site. my problem. Yeah. Go fuck them. Exactly. Go. Yeah. But what I'm saying though, is it's getting really good critical reception. Um, I have seen a ton of people who don't like Zack Snyder who are going, Oh, I was wrong. Zack Snyder's got a plan <laughs> and this shit is awesome. And this was pretty sad. Um, sorry. I'm seeing a ton of people who don't, who have not previously liked him come out and say, we owe him an apology. Same thing that happened with ultimate edition It's just like the dude's steadily picking up more and more, you know, if not fans, then people who are willing to respect him and say like, okay, we well, are not a piece of shit. Yeah. Now, I um, mean, the fact is one brothers fucked him. Uh, yes. it, and 
and in all fairness, they were timid. They, like they weren't. It wasn't malicious. They were just dumb. They they made some bad decisions. They yeah. They had a thing. They had a thing in, in their grasp, and they could have really taken it to the fucking nth level. But they just didn't know how, and they were super ignorant about what the fans were expecting. Uh, I I don't feel like they had a a, a good a, a good register, a good barometer of where the fans were uh, were at. So what we ended up with was some mitigated version of his vision. Mm-hmm. And what they signed on for was, I think this guy can take it to the next level. And man, I, it, like if you just buckled down and let him do his thing, I this would be an entirely different conversation. We'd be talking mm-hmm. about other movies coming out in 2021 and frankly, 2024 that reflected parts of uh, what was going to be happening in that universe. And instead we're having whole conversations about, well, like what can uh, Machete's flash fix? Well, I'll tell you this, Billy Crump's not going to play the dad now. <laughs> He's gone. I know. They're going to recast. I know. I know. It was a huge mistake. Huge. Put it off. Put it off. Bring that guy back. Nah, he's probably out for his own reasons. Oh, no, he just had a scheduling conflict. That's what it was. <laughs> I'm serious. That's what they that's No, what I'm they sure. Said. I, I, I'm sure it was not like a giant slight. Just couldn't be there. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, can, can we hold off and just see what we can do? Um, <laughs> no, but, it, it, you know, if all thing, uh, of all things, if uh, Flash's parents aren't cast the same, I, I feel like that, that fits pretty squarely into a Flash movie. And how we can kind yeah. of bring some universes together. Yeah. I mean, you know, we it, can do. Credit was probably there because Zack Snyder called him to begin with. Yep. I mean, shit. That's right. <laughs> but Kiersey Clemens is coming back as Iris. So. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, by the way, that scene with her. Oh, yep. Jesus. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm just going to go through the list of things I loved about that scene. Um, the nervousness of, of of Barry Allen the entire time. Mm-hmm. By, the, by the way, the entire movie. I loved how much uh, that dude was still funny without any intervention from Whedon. Mm-hmm. Uh, funnier even, frankly. And he, dude, one of my favorite parts of that scene is when he turns and his his shoes just go yep. away. Fantastic. They just shred. Yeah. Like Speed Force uh, just, nope. <laughs> and I loved him, uh, you know, as funny fuck as funny as he was. I loved throughout when he keeps getting shot by parademons and like, oh, I need a minute. Need dude, a he 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 sold me on on his pain. Yep, he did. Come well, on, heal, 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 heal. Well, all right. So one thing is he sold me on the pain, and he keeps getting shot. And he's he is he's still the least experienced of the group. Well, I say mm-hmm. that Cyborg's pretty inexperienced, but yeah, it's a guy who's done a lot of physical things in his life. Like mm-hmm. they, they literally give him this entire, by the way, super badass shot of him doing like a 20 yard line run. A lot of fun. And I watched that. I watched it twice and I was trying to think of someone who's watched a pretty good amount of football. Right. And tried to think of why that seemed crazy. And it, it just didn't. It looked like fucking Cam Newton or Deshaun Watson or somebody just tearing through some motherfuckers. Yeah, like if we could do if we if they could just like shoot football games, yeah, and then play them 
after the fact, having been like roughly like that, you'd be a having been fan. Sh- yeah, having been shot by like Larry Fong or Fabian Fogner, yeah. uh, or Fabian Wagner, and uh, and edited by Zack Snyder. I'm in. You might be. In. <laughs> I'm in. There's no fucking way. The closest you've ever gotten to being in is when I would like periodically just uh, periodically just like grab you and be like, "Hey, listen, I heard a weird story about a guy," mm-hmm. and uh, try to explain like because there are stories for like everybody's got a narrative, you know? Yeah, and uh, they uh, a lot of football people do too. So I would just kind of explain, "Hey, this this football player has this narrative going on," and for I don't know, like four or five minutes, you were interested, and then. You'd be like, so what's the conclusion of it? I don't know. They play this Saturday. Okay, go. I'm done. Yeah. Also, I fair. mean, great injustice intrigues me as well. Like, I'll, I think I remember like kind of traipsing through, and a referee made a bad call, and I was like, that was bullshit. That was bullshit. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, I know. There's that. And I was like, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go get some milk. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about some. this. Bring me half a gallon as well, my good sir. The so we also had uh, – all right. So uh, the other thing with Barry and that scene was, first of all, the shoes coming off. Mm-hmm. Fucking fantastic. Second, ripping the pavement with his feet. <sighs> fucking that – that was a nice touch. Yep. Third, one of uh, – this may be my favorite point in how they treated the Flash. And I don't feel like in 2017 they did anything close to that. Like the closest thing they did in 2017 was the moment where he touches the sword for Wonder Woman. And love that just, that was still there. It was still there. Like, again, to my point, all of the really cool moments in 2017 where you're like, man, that I don't know if I like this movie or I know there was a bunch of bullshit going on, but man, I like the scene. Yeah, they were Snyder's fucking scenes. Yeah. And they, one of my favorite things is when he's pulling Iris down, like, He's so gentle. He's so fucking gentle. <laughs> like, he treats her like porcelain lady, man. on steroids. Yeah. I mean, but with that speed, you would have to. Like, if if you if you so much as, like, tap the side of her head too hard, it would crush her brain. It would literally, like, yeah, bounce the inside her skull. <laughs> it, she'd be done. Yep. But he, he puts her down like a... a like not even porcelain. What's that uh, shit? The uh, Fabergé egg kind of thing. Yeah, like Fabergé yeah. egg. Like that's how he treats. Her. Yeah, it, I loved that aspect of it. Not to mention, yeah. I, I also loved the fact that he like is back in the pet shop afterward. And by the way, breaking the glass. That's also really fucking cool by itself. Um, and then back in the pet shop with the hot dog that he pulls out of the air because he has time. Yeah. Um, and comes back. Yeah, it's good. It's important to have meat snacks because <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen in the city. Yep, I, I love that. Like, cause it, I didn't it even think a good about scene. it. I enjoyed it. It was just such a quirky thing. He's like, oh, here's a hot dog in slow motion, and he grins really big and takes the hot, plucks the hot dog from yeah. the air and sticks it in I, his pocket. I'm like, what a weird thing to do. I didn't like. <laughs> it makes sense. Like, oh, he had a plan. He was gonna get that job by like getting the. He's got to okay. explain this shit. <laughs> and he sees the hot dog in the air and was like, explanation taken care of. Got it. Yeah. Um, Got this sorted. Yeah, man. This is a fantastic movie. This is really good. Like, there were a couple of moments 
where the CGI, you know, stood out of CGI. And a little bit. I feel like if they had, had a, more time. Yeah, it was. They uh, probably wouldn't have even. Ho damn. That's not good. A little but bit sometimes in the Amazon thing. The Manhunter at the end was a little rough. It, he looked yeah. a little rough at times. I can see that. Also, fucking uh, the Manhunter at the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, as a scene, that is fucking incredible. And that was originally conceived as uh, a shot with lanterns. Oh, Zach I can see that. lanterns there. No, that that would that would track. Yeah, but, and and WB told him no. We're doing something with John Stewart. Like he wanted yeah. John Stewart and Kilowog. Yep. No, I liked it. I liked I I liked the idea that Bruce Wayne just wakes up and is like, okay, so that's a thing. Cool. Here's here's so what I liked about we're that. good, right? Like call you later. All right, I'm gonna I, go back to bed for like thirty. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Peace. Bemoan the questionable CGI on on Manhunter. I was like, well, whatever. It looks a little rough, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't. They didn't have all the time in the world to do this. But you know, I saw some people bemoaning the fact that Ben Affleck was so much thinner in that scene, like just very visibly thinner. And yeah, when he was brought in to film that, it was in the last few months. And I don't know if you've seen Ben Affleck, but he is really, really, really thin right now. Yeah, for some role or something. But um. um I saw it too, and honestly, I just thought, well, he looks healthier than when he was yes in AA. So that well, that's kind of my point. Is you know, that's what I like about this is that you know, BVS Batman, he was drinking tons of wine, and he was a thicker bat, dude. He was thick, and yeah. Alfred he would talk about like if there if you know if there's any wine left for a future generation, or <laughs> oh well, I guess we don't we won't have a future generation either. No, I I think it worked for the character. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that he looks thinner and he is more in he's reinvigorated. It looks like he's healthier. It yeah. looks like he's got more fight in him. He's got like it looks like he's got years yet. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it, he's got another 10 years. He could have another Robin at that rate. Yeah. So I I'm down with it. I think it's I think it was serendipitous that he was he I'm appeared an to be a better even. I, I I was kind of happy for him. He looked he looked pretty good. Like I just thought, hey, man, this is a guy who's got a little bit more control over his life right now. I'm good with it. Yeah, and this is a guy who, if you know, I mean, he's getting nightmares. He's getting you know uh, visions. He already thinks they're visions. He thinks that they're oh yeah, he premonitions. That with Diana earlier in the film. So, I mean, of course, he, he's going to stop drinking and he's going to start getting his shit together because there's a war coming. Yeah, I mean, it, you either have to stop or start drinking at that point. Man, well, I have, so I'm having premonitions at night about a universe where I, uh, you know, I've recruited Joker. So, either I'm going to drink roughly a handle of whiskey a day or the opposite. Man, I just, I loved everything with Joker talking about freaking Dead Robin. I loved oh, everything. Oh, good. my God. Their standoff was fantastic. Batman like, talking about Dead Harley Quinn. Oh, God. That was fantastic. <laughs> like, the idea that at some point, Batman is going to actually kill him. And that on top of that, they're on the same page right now, but Joker thinks, ah, that's how it should go. <laughs> yeah. And it's just rolling with it. And then yeah. later, Superman apparently shows up and, uh, you know, uh-huh. fucking amazing. Ah, fucking loved it. I There are going to be a lot of people that have a problem with 
Joker's portrayal, uh, Leto's portrayal of Joker in general. But fucking, it's new, it's weird, and fucking, if you didn't think... All right, here's my favorite version of this. Your problem with the Joker is that he did something you didn't expect? (laughs) The fuck? It's a valid point. It's kind of his thing. That's a valid point. Um, what else? Do you have anything else? Story? Oh, I'm sure I do. It's four hours. I watched it twice yesterday. I basically spent an entire office day watching this film while I literally called in to, uh, I didn't call it. I, <laughs> I planned a day off at my office. Yeah. And said, I will not be here on the 18th. Here's why. And in all fairness, I had people at the office like, how is it? I'm like, it's great. You should do this yourself. Yeah. You should. Do you have HBO Max? No. You should get HBO Max. First of all, it's going to be a really fun year for you in 2021. Second, this fucking movie. Also, first, this fucking movie. And third, you know they have the entire Looney Tunes back catalog, right? Oh, do they? Yes. The entire fucking movie. To the black and whites. Even the racist stuff? I think they excluded the the racist stuff. Dude, Darkseid was badass. I, I Dark says that is. I love how low his arms are. Is that a weird thing? No, it's fine. I I, I kind of love the build of his upper body. Yeah. I regret that there wasn't Granny Goodness. If uh, you know, for the first time in my life. I mean, we saw her. We saw her. But that was always so. Yeah. And uh, this is the only time I've thought, hey, could could have done with more of that. Yeah, I loved. Uh, I loved. Steppenwolf saying multiverse mm-hmm. to to decide or dark side or whoever it was. I think it was dark side, but I loved that. I loved uh, everything. I really did. I enjoyed the shit out of myself watching this movie. Like when <laughs> yeah, I started watching the entire time, a little bit of tears, frankly. Well, the tears I had were because I was exhausted. Like my eyes were burning because oh, they were still yeah. open. Yeah. Um. But then you know about three. Like the thing was is like I was like really sleepy. And I, about an hour before the movie actually came out, I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. And then, like, I got, you know, settled in and watched the rest of uh, The Last Blockbuster. And then uh, I was like, I'm not going to be able to sleep, though, with this lingering. Mm-hmm. And I started watching it, and I was wide awake for about two and a half, three hours. And then, like, I noticed, like, oh, my God, I'm falling asleep. Like my eyes are just like, my body is literally shutting down on me. And then I had to pause the movie and go, what's wrong? I'm sleepy. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. I'm very hungry and I haven't had caffeine in two or three hours at least. So, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to need a sandwich, some chips, a brownie and a soda. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the basics. Yeah. Like, get me some turkey, just like a shit ton of, of turkey on some relatively low carb bread. <laughs> a little bag of Cheetos. Yeah. yeah. And some caffeine will be good to go. Not even like a real soda, like diet soda. Like, eh, okay, let's get this let's get this rolling again. And that's all it took. I was like, I got a, like half a sandwich in me. I was like, all right, I'm all right. I'm all, all, right, right. Back. all right. I got this I got this hour back in me. And then like luckily that last hour is pretty much just like ball busting action and very interesting shit going down. So um, you know, to me, it's harder to, to keep awake during, like, exposition-y stuff or, like, quiet character building, which I normally love in a movie, but, you know, that late when I'm 
trying not to pass out. It's not the best. Uh, but yeah, I. No, I mean, it, it, it's the, it's the kind of thing where like, I cannot imagine having seen this in a theater. I would have missed swaths of the movie. Yeah. I had to pause three times to piss. Yeah. At least. There's just no, I, I mean, and I was at home and by the way, I'm in deeply in love with the idea of watching these kinds of things at home now. Uh, mm-hmm. having seen a major one, uh, and experiencing it myself, um, uh, dear God, this is how I want things to be now. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I I would go back to a theater for sure, but I don't know. I I, I cannot even fathom how they would have treated a four hour movie. There's no way they're going to give you an intermission. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, I mean, if we're to believe Zach, it will eventually be in theaters, and it will have a ten minute intermission with uh, music from Chunky XL. Yes. And I get that. And I will probably not go. Well, yeah, me either. But, you know, or maybe I will. I don't know. Look, the thing is, is like, if we're going to do theaters again, I would like for the U.S. to understand that, like, theater going should be an experience. Like, over in Japan, you know, like, the theaters, they have shops with merch for the movies that are currently out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, it very much you is. You can get that, you know, two years ago at a theater but you have to be like the first 20 people that show up and the shirt size has to miraculously yeah, match. That's That sucks. They just have like, like one legal box full of t-shirts. Like my sister-in-law lives in Japan. She mm-hmm. sends us cool one-sheet posters and shit from their – this doesn't even really cost anything. They're just cool. They're just cool <laughs> shit that she just like picks up, gets a bunch of, and sends us. Mm-hmm. Like, we've got so many, like, Japanese Marvel, like, one-sheet 8x10 posters in the Marvel room that are on the wall. They just look dope. I've got a few here, Joker and Aquaman and freaking, like, like a pamphlet from Japan that's, like, Batman v Superman. Like, and they have, like, really cool merch. Like, I don't understand. Like, theaters are talking about, like, oh, we're dying. Yeah. I mean, because you're not cool. <laughs> like, you don't do anything interesting. Yeah. Like... I shouldn't have to just be like, well, I got to go to Walmart to hope that they have a flash shirt. I should be able to go to the theater and say like, here are exclusive, uh, you know, Funkos and shirts and posters. Or even Um, go to dccomics.com shop and find kind of poorly printed shirts for even (laughs) this adventure. Like, yeah. You want to do feedback? You want to do the feedback? Yeah, shoot. <laughs> Got a yeah. little bit of feedback. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Matthew, Matthew. Matthew Salvatore over on Twitter says, Wouldn't Darkseid know that the world where he lost the mother boxes was the same world that had anti-life? I'm, I'm confused by this. I would say he lost the mother boxes. Well, I think he, yeah, he lost the mother boxes. It would be I like think- losing your planner. Look, man, uh, this is a situation where Darkseid was not like the ruler at this point. Darkseid was Steppenwolf in this case. He was like, you know, young, dumb, full of cum. He mm-hmm. was just running around <laughs> fighting folk. And, you know, he came upon a planet that he was not expecting to be guarded by heroes. Mm-hmm. And it was guarded heavily with, you know, old gods mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um or well, I mean, uh, he's, Greek gods, I should he's say. He's a fourth god, and he came across, like, what, 
second gods? I'm confused about where Zeus would be in the canon of the DC universe as far as the numbering. There's of the an gods, explanation, but... but it's complicated. It's like source wall emanates and then it like shoots back and eh, whatever. All that. But um <laughs> but he ran across other gods. Right. Like, he he ran but he had never been defeated. Like, we Zeus get the impression. And Dark Side would have had a battle. And apparently Zeus and Ares, which, by the way, was I, I didn't give enough credence to this point. The idea that Zeus and Ares were working on the same team for a second, and that even in the exposition part of this where Diana was explaining it all to Bruce, she makes a note that they were on the same team for a second. Mm-hmm. That's really fucking cool. Yeah. Like, yep, yep. Uh, the god of gods and the god of war uh, decided to put things aside for a second because there was some shit on the horizon. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Enemy of my enemy. Yeah. Like, hands him his fucking ram helmet or whatever the hell it's called. That was dope. Yeah, what it? That was shit. dope. Uh, yeah, so. Um, yeah, bottom line, I, I, don't, I don't know I, exactly why he didn't recognize it, except if, that. There are thousands of worlds. He may have just not known the location. He got cut off from the boom tube. Like maybe he's been searching forever for this. Well, world. he he tells Steppenwolf, "You've got a fifty thousand world uh, comeuppance," and yep. you know he says he's you know turned a hundred thousand worlds to dust. I feel like they're just rounding these figures off. That they're just not special to them. Like I feel yeah. like the fact that it was Earth wasn't special, other than no, the fact yeah. that he lost. Yeah, I don't think he he was just. Either turning worlds upside down, trying to find that equation again, mm-hmm. which clearly Steppenwolf saw it and was like, oh shit, this is the one. Yeah. Um, also, alternative theory, he lost a lot of blood. <laughs> <laughs> he might just not have been on top of his cognitive faculties. Look, you're not going to remember necessarily. If, one, if like, you're not. Like, Aries got an artery. Let's be sure about that. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, he was pre-dark side, so, you know, he may not have, he may not even. He probably hasn't hadn't you know had his mother killed yet. He may not right. have taken the throne and all that shit. And he yep. certainly hadn't called himself Dark Side yet. Yeah, the High Father um, was still in place when all this was happening. Um, well, I mean, High Father's from New Genesis, so he would. Well, I know. Anyway, I'm just but, he hadn't usurped anyone yet. Oh uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. What you're saying. Um, so yeah, I'm just saying, like you know, he probably was just. Or there's even a possibility that he didn't know what it was that he saw until later, and he went, "Oh, that was probably the anti-life equation." <laughs> yeah, possibility. Um, who knows, man? Like, there's not a great explanation, honestly. But other other than the fact that the universe is vast, and uh, my guess is he he just had to figure out where the hell they were supposed to go. Like in the aftermath, he's like, "Did we check out? Did we look in the catalog?" What the hell that was? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, we were really trying hard to get out of there because I don't know if you saw, but that one bitch had arrows that could destroy an entire ship. <laughs> Actually, that's a fun, uh, we were just humanized trying- <laughs> theory of what might have happened is like, maybe they didn't remember the antiver, uh, the anti-life equation uh-huh. vaguely being scraped on the, on the, on the earth because like 10 minutes later they were like, oh shit, nope yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. We're gone. So, uh, other then, things you know, uh, became more prevalent. Dark said I had to sit down and have a talk about how you don't call women bitches, even if they're your enemy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, like, yeah. look, you know, just because we're bad guys doesn't mean we have to act like we are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, 
it, for just a hot second, Darkseid wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, anyway. Uh, he probably had to spend more time explaining that to his troops than he ever had time to focus on what he might have found there. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good point. There's a possibility that he... He might have lost control. Well, he might have, or he might have completely, like, had them scrub that mission. I mean, they dragged him back on the ship. Yeah, sure. like, I'm, uh, yeah, it's so, that would be so humiliating. He might have, like, had that mission scrubbed. And oh, then he be like, just oh, killed everyone who had ever been there? Shit. Yeah, like, so they didn't, they didn't know, because that's the, that's the way he yep. maintained his power, and gained his power, possibly, is by, like, having people forget like that didn't happen yeah but if then, you're just not 100 percent under my wing you die and then pull steppenwolf aside and like look i saw this shit one time mm-hmm. i think it was i'm not even sure what happened i've done I think a it was lot a, i've killed a lot of parademons between now and then i think it was the anti-life equation not even so, sure every once in a while go find a quarry somewhere on a world yeah. and just hit the ground with his axe and if that shit shows up yeah that's what we're looking for I've been, uh, sorry, it's, it's taken me a long time to reprogram everyone. Uh, when I started, <laughs> she was called Teenager Goodness, and now she's Granny. So, I mean, it, 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 this is take this is taking some time. Anyway, once upon a time, we, uh, <laughs> we used to call her Franny. Wait, never mind. Look, <laughs> <laughs> there's a Desaad, reason she's a Granny. <laughs> if I'm being, wink, wink, if I'm being nudge, honest, Desaad was a, a delivery guy for Starbucks. He used uh-huh. to bring me a, a frappuccino. But long story short, he he's he's on my side. We got him. Right. He used to he used to uh, work in my garden. He used to deliver the sod. That's why I would say decide, decide. He's man. This flaming core. Turns out it was super cruel. Could work flaming. with that. The flaming cores, oh man, it's really hell in my yard. Look at this. Everything's all dried up, you know? Yeah. Didn't even have to deal with teenager goodness. Uh, teenagers are terrible. Uh, just waited and renamed her. She good. Now I just hear like dark side in my head as like a comedian. You know, he's like, I grew up on apocalypse. I almost called myself drought side. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> No, now that you say that, I'm imagining some bullshit stand-up uh, fucking open mic situation where he uh, he plays a, a version of the killers like Mr. Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He pulls Joker aside one day. Look, we have more in common than you think. <laughs> I, too, was a failed stand-up comedian. <laughs> hey, Mr. Brightside. Yeah. I never could kill. Mm-hmm. So I decided to become a killer. <laughs> if I can't win over hearts, I'll win over minds. <sighs> All right. Uh, maybe, hopefully, we uh, answered your question, Matthew, to uh, some level of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. Even if we did, I'm sure we developed that into some level of dissatisfaction. And mm-hmm. we apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, triple 3 over mm-hmm. on Twitter says, what was Bruce congratulating Clark on at the end of the movie? And did Snyder make a nod to a certain mind reading conqueror? I know the answers to both. I just want to hear you to talk to discuss it. Um, I would assume that Bruce is congratulating Clark uh, at the end of the movie on getting engaged. Mm-hmm. 
um, since Clark was like, I'll take that as a yes, talking about Lois's ring. Yeah, but that's like two hours ago in the movie. Yeah. He may have been congratulating him on coming back to life, maybe? Honestly, I, I, I felt like it was just like, congratulations on owning your home again. Oh yeah, it may have been that because he he bought the bank and yeah. got, a, got got the because that line back. stayed. There's also the third possibility. Did you see that pregnancy test? Mm-hmm. I did in Lois's drawer. I did. I remember joking with my wife about that. I was like, <laughs> "Hey, that drawer could have been filled with anything." Uh huh. There's a pregnancy test there for a reason. Yeah, there wasn't any. Like Snyder wasn't even being subtle with that shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, damn, dude. Okay. <laughs> Which, you know, I and know look, certain He things, likes to tie know. things on, so to speak. So if, if the moment of conception was like the bathtub in BVS, it wouldn't surprise me. Aww. Not a bit. All right. Uh, let's see. I think the timing would work out. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, it, should. it should work out as far as the timing of, you know, how much. Possibly. Theoretical time has gone by. Uh, and did Snyder make a certain a nod to a certain mind-reading conqueror? I'm assuming he's talking about Gorilla Grodd with Barry saying that he reads Gorilla Sign Language. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I I saw the comment and I wondered if he meant Stara or Grodd, but either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are uh, my yeah. two guesses for what you're talking about. And, uh, uh, yeah, hit me up if... If we're uh, if we're missing something that we should have caught, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Stu Little says, "Do you think Barry and Iris's attraction is simply that, or is a hint that they may subconsciously be aware of their history in a previous timeline before Thawn meddling via the Speed Force?" I mean, it's possible, but at what point does that stop? Like, they had to have been attracted to each other at some point before the time meddling began. If every time they're attracted to each other, it was because, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's a paradox. You just, just leave it alone, man. Just leave it alone. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) prime numbers affect the rest of the numbers. Like there has to be a, uh, yeah, it, it, it has to matter to some extent, some source version. Yeah. There's, there's some original version out there that where they were together and they just kind of stumbled upon it, I guess. Or this is the DC universe. Hell, maybe they were reincarnated and they were just always supposed to be. I don't know. (laughs) They are Hawkman and Hawkwoman. I don't don't know. They'll both do. It'll be all right. All right. And finally, Rob over on Twitter says, what do you think the the chances are of another fan campaign working to hashtag restore the Snyderverse and us getting a sequel or Henry Cavill coming back as Superman? Um, based on how, uh, well-received this has been. Yes. I think, I think all of it is possible and yeah. likely. I know Snyder's saying that this is the last thing he's making for them. I know he's saying that he, but he's just, he's saying that to rally the forces. He is, he's hoping just as hard as anybody that there's going to be more. Um, I think if he makes more or I think if he doesn't, if, uh, given the opportunity, Henry Cavill will be back as Superman. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think, uh. I think everybody will be back. Yeah. If, if Snyder is. Especially if it's under the Snyder banner, because yeah. apparently the people who work with this guy are just super enamored with him. Mm-hmm. Um, in the little uh, <clears throat> preamble to his version of the airing, 
yesterday, he kind of talked about how he had talked to several people about how this would, <clears throat> how the new version would come across. And, you know, he considered them all friends. And honestly, I, I didn't feel like that was just weird Hollywood speak. I feel like he actually does have all their cell phone numbers and they would like tweet pictures of their kids, you know? Yeah. It, 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 I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like there's a lot of potential here. Um, release the Snyder cut clearly worked. I, I know Cavill's on board. I don't think there's anything really stopping certain things other than a couple of people in charge right now. And I hey. don't think anything could stop the fans if they really put their heads to it right this second. Like, yep. Hashtag restore the fucking Snyder cut. That's about it, Sorry. man. Restore That's the it. Snyderverse. Snyderverse, yeah. I I uh I think there's a very real possibility of it happening. And uh I'll be on Twitter calling for it myself. I'll oh, be, yeah. I mean, shit, dude. I ain't buy any t shirts, but I got all the I pre ordered all the Justice League figures from McFarland. <laughs> <laughs> i got a, I, I i got a couple things but um save for the uh this the bruce wayne batman head and the um dark side with with the with the full armor which you gotta get in store or i gotta find it so nice i gotta find it yeah i mean just yeah i i'm i'm gonna be pounding the restore the Snyderverse hashtag pretty Hard on Twitter myself. I thought you were gonna say pussy. <laughs> Restore the pussy. <laughs> Restore the Snyder verse pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because she said pounding. Oh yeah, that's the thing people say. It, that is. <laughs> Before I started hearing that, I every time someone said pounding, I thought puppies. Pound puppies. You know. What? Uh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> I was. I grew up in the nineties, man. What do you want? I grew up in the 90s and, and I had sisters. They no, watched pound, pound Puppies. Pound Puppies makes sense now. For, for a <laughs> second, I was very worried. Not not that I've ever worried about your treatment of animals in any capacity. But or pussies. I was, or that. But uh, I was confused. <laughs> I was just confused. But no, I, you know, bottom line is going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of like restore this Snyderverse out of me going forward for a minute. See where it goes. This is by far the most ambitious DC thing I've ever seen. By oh, far. By, well, like, no, I, no contest. No, hold on. You talking about Crisis? Yes. It's. I think they're both ambitious in different ways. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, directorially and producer-wise, they right. are both achievements. Right? I agree. I agree with that. They are. Uh, God, uh, fucking Guggenheim deserves his own Mount Rushmore for what he pulled off. And Snyder for hanging in there and keeping yeah, like keeping his head up the entire time and making this happen. That it's it's all extremely impressive. I'm I'm deeply enamored with both of their resolve and just frankly what they pulled off, man. I mean, I it's a, it was a confluence of circumstances for both, but shit. Hell of achievements. Yeah, uh, I I don't know how they have it. I mean, oh my god! Just, uh, I I just want the rest. I want the rest. <laughs> and, and this is it's what I said was going to happen, and it's happened. I want the rest. Like there, there no, at, shall be at, no peace. At three hours and thirty of this movie, you were probably thinking like, man, that's a really good conclusion to this movie. And for the next thirty minutes, you were thinking. Mm-hmm. 
why the fuck is part two of this movie? Yeah. Like I need more. I, I need it in my soul. Yeah. I need to have this finished and, and this achievement unlocked. I I think this will answer. Yeah. (sighs) It's, it's hard to say. I, I think a little bit of this having been released answers some of the questions about like what the flash movie has to deal with. Mm -hmm. Like what's on Machete's plate. Mm hmm. And it's a lot. It's a lot. There's some serious expectations on you at this moment. Because it's a lot. this motherfucker just like reversed Darkseid's appearance. Um, mm-hmm. y- y- you can't tell me it's not an extremely important character and uh, one who has a ton of fucking heart. Like, it, it is. Uh, there's there's a lot to be done there. So, and and on top of that, he's also the key to. I don't know, fucking unleashing the rest of the universe. And by the way, he's the same one who appeared on the fucking CW. Yeah. Like it's, there's a lot going on with this. And here's, it, here's another if thing. If Muschietti hadn't slept in four and a half weeks, I'd be like, dude, I understand. Can I come rub your head for a little while? Yeah. yeah another just, thing though. Just nothing, nothing sexual here. I'm just going to rub your shoulders a little bit. Just try to <laughs> the, relax you. Just try the to bi- relax you. The billion just, dollar just, Aquaman. Just scratch the back of the head. The billion dollar Aquaman is now... Really, no doubt about it, not canon with this with the Snyder Cut. <sighs> it's new DCEU. It's it's post Snyder DCEU because Mira says she she grew up with Atlanta, like she was taken in by Atlanta because her parents, plural, are dead. And also, man, that accent is not what she did in Aquaman. Oh, the accent's <laughs> way off. Way, 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 way different. I felt like I'm I'm trying to remember. I felt like I had an out. For that, when I was watching the first time, that she was just putting on like a yeah an affectation. No, not the accent. Because I mean of, the Atlanta. Part. Oh, I don't um, know. I felt like I had an out, but I I can't remember right now. Yeah, it could be off. Yeah, I I don't see how it lines up. It's just it's, it's got to be a different universe. It just has to be. And it may, to I mean, be the, fair, the, that's the what Trident Snyder said. Alone is a little bit problematic. Yep, and, but, you know, like I said, Snyder has said that he was like, yeah, yeah, my stuff is different from theirs. Yeah, <laughs> he did that with. Well, he did that with Aquaman and Wonder Woman, and mm-hmm. kind of has he? I don't know if he's said anything about Shazam that I, I recall. I don't know, but I'll tell you this: if they do, if they do the next movie, I want to see Nightmare Shazam. I want to see freaking Black Canary. I want to see Journey Smollett as Black Canary. Mm-hmm. We we think that she's doing something because she's been posting stuff on Instagram with freaking Black Canary shit. Yeah. She's been <laughs> she's been tearing heavily the, that something is happening. Tearing through the graphic novels and DVDs. Um yeah, yeah, dude, like I would love to see like nightmare sequence or like nightmare movie that had the freaking birds of prey. Just like they don't have to follow the canon, just Snyder giving his blessing to it by bringing in those actors uh, and, yeah. you know, those characters like that would be dope, man. A dope. I love that shit. Love it. I would just oh, eat it up, man. I want to <laughs> see Shazam. I want to see like the Shazam family. I want them. I want them to be like, you know, Captain Thunder or whatever, like merged together in the nightmare timeline. Like, oh, my God. Just, yeah. Yes, please. All the things, all the things. Put them in my head. <laughs> right through my eye and ear holes. Now, I mean, I would be extremely happy with just a little bit of re- re- reciprocation about the television universe and CW. Yes, I'd like that. A um, little bit of that, just to have some back and forth. Um, 
And some of the crazier things, like I feel like the the movies would. I, I feel like Doom Patrol would fit really well with a cameo in there. Mm-hmm. They just. Uh. Well, I mean, the, the most important thing is I want Zach to tell whatever story he wants to tell and do whatever he wants to do. All that shit can go in the in the, in the Flash movie. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm talking about the Flash movie. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, I just I I would like a little bit of back and forth, maybe. Like I said, if I had to pick something out of the scrum to to grab and throw on screen, Doom Patrol would be my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of that. Uh, I mean, you not enough people say scrum these days. Uh, scrum is a rugby term for when everyone goes into a pile, or a football term when everyone goes into a pile, uh, trying to grab the same ball. Mm-hmm. It's just dog pile. <laughs> with a ball involved. Yeah, I'm just saying not, a, not enough people tail. use it. I like <laughs> it. I like the word. It's a fun word. It's got that hard C. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I would I would like to see it doesn't it all right, to me it, it if the flash did some stuff, it it doesn't have to be everything. You could just doesn't hit some, it now? some keynotes. No, you could just hit <laughs> some key points and 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 be okay. Like you hit the you hit the TV universe, you hit maybe the uh what used to be the DC universe. Um, yeah, those two maybe that takes care of a lot of what was on either television or streaming. Um, let's maybe scoot over for a second and you, uh, shoot into like this version of justice league and, you know, God help you like go into an, you can actually get into the other movies at that point. Like, yeah, there are some discrepancies between the wonder woman universe, Aquaman and, well, I say Shazam. I'm not sure there are discrepancies in the timeline of Shazam, but. Probably, if I thought too hard about it. Uh, I don't think there are. Like, Shazam... Nothing go, kinda, stands out. Yeah, nothing goes out of... A, uh, they kind of go out of their way to be, like, in sync with BVS and, and uh, a Man of Steel. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. My brain <laughs> just went away. Point being, if you, you could just sample, what, like half a dozen things in that movie, and I would be beside myself yeah. with joy. I mean, I if it, if it was a theater experience, I would leave just with the serotonin high that would worry me for the rest of my life that mm-hmm. I may never get to that point again. Oh, At home, um, same thing, but I would be able to pee more often. Yeah, I, I would say the first Wonder Woman is still Snyder canon. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, he wrote the story for it. Yeah. So Wonder Woman 84, I, I don't even accept it as any canon. I just ignore it. <laughs> well, even the first one has like uh, the thing about hundred years and yeah, even that you can say like yeah, I mean okay, but maybe she just exaggerated the phrase for a second. Mm-hmm. That'd be okay. Like maybe it wasn't exactly a hundred years. Yeah, just I mean that's a yeah. lot of years. That'd be alright. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I I I I think we should wrap it. Do you? What do you think, man? Yep, let's bounce. All right, man. Uh, thank you, guys. Left. We can go back for. Oh man, we'll we'll be we'll be eating good for a minute. Because mm-hmm. uh, I I've only seen it once myself, so I uh, yeah I'm I'm two in and uh, pretty happy. Good, pretty uh, happy. I'm pretty pretty ecstatic. I want to thank everyone listening to this show. Thank you for. Uh, listening to us uh, sing this movie's praises, and I hope you enjoyed it as as much as we did. And uh, you know, I hope you continue to uh, you out there continue to send us your thoughts and uh, 
and uh, questions about it. And we're going to get back to the old, the same old grind that we're used to where we talk about whatever news is coming out and, you know, we'll keep you updated as, as far as, you know, what I'm hoping will be called Zack Snyder's injustice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, that would be so dope. Consulted by Tom Taylor. I insist uh, that should be a thing. Um, and, and I will not be begged off of that point. We'll talk about all the other things in the multiverse as well, you know. So uh, I've got some CW catching up to do. I've got, you know, we've got Stargirl coming <clears throat> coming soon as I choke because it's a Jeff Johns thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, I'll give a major exception because of the background of that particular property. Yeah, I mean, look, you know. Is DC, and we're going to talk about it, even if we think Jeff Johns is a son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, I'll bring his mother into it. He's just an asshole. How about that? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we don't know that his mother had anything to do with it. No. But, um... <laughs> she remains unscathed, as far as we know. Until next time, keep some DC on your screen. We love you. Restore the Snyderverse. Jason has undulating genital... No, stop. We're not doing that's, that. That's Sorry. not right. It's not right at all. Our intro music is by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Galactic Engineers of Magnetic Sounds, or GEMS, can be found on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Visit DCOnScreen.com to find our Patreon, merch, contact information, and every episode of the show for free, including crossovers we've done with other podcasts. DC Onscreen is a maladjusted production. For more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, vlogs, parodies, and our improvised web series Hey Guy, visit maladjusted.tv.